Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. time 2022 is the time to debut the character i've been working on for a while which is um girl who escaped from epstein's island oh. okay please uh, can you give us a oh taste oh my god oh my god so okay this is crazy so i ended up going to epstein's island but here's the crazy part i lied about my age to go there oh. i am of age you bad girl you I bad girl but you I was like, oh no, pillows. I'm little. Uh, you bad girl. <laughs> and then I get there and I realize, oh, this is some really bad shit. Not oh, the normal shit. bad shit that I am used to in, you know, my life. Uh, I was <laughs> like, oh no, this is some, <laughs> this is bad. So Yo, how did you meet? How did you meet them? Did you uh, meet Ghislaine? Were you there with Ghislaine? Uh, I was partying. You know what? You uh, know, sorry, escorts. Do you, you know. have a finger threat? Or do you mean to say Elaine? Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Uh, Ghislaine. Uh, oh, yeah, Ghislaine, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, you look, you run in these circles. <laughs> Either you're going to run into this or you're going to end up on a Sheik's yacht auditioning to have your passport taken away. Uh <laughs> For Damn. a year of sex and pleasure. Damn, time. moving yeah. from Alabama uh, to Malibu uh, is just a really tough uh, uh, It happens Miami. to models all the time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I lied. I said, yes. I'm underage. And they were like, okay, They're like, sure. oh, damn, she's 14. And then Bring I her had out. to pretend to be underage. And oh, my like, God, oh, she's no, 14. I love the ponies. Um, and then I get to the island, and I'm like, oh, no, this is some real bad shit, mm-hmm. okay? I They're thought trying we were just to start doing a race some light over French here. 17-year-old stuff, and this is real bad. They're trying so to inject me with some Epstein I run away. Jays. I run away from the compound. Uh-oh. I run into the woods. I run. I run. And then She's I, running. I'm running in the woods, and then my foot, it hits upon a hatch. <laughs> okay, and I go, oh, God, I'm so tired and thirsty and running. Uh, I don't, I, I'm on this island. So I open, I open the hatch. I open the hatch. And look, there's a Four, ladder. 18, 26, I go down there. And look, wouldn't you know it? The entire domestic staff has created a subterranean village uh, that exists. Uh, separate from the Epstein sex stuff, right? So I joined the subterranean... I, like, look, I get lost there for a while. Look, I, I, I join an office. I get involved in the office. Bunny penis and sound Yo, you can gather on the stalagmite and talk to you. Okay, and at the village, there was a, uh, there was a klaxon. <laughs> and then an ambulance came. So, yeah, I'm down there, and then, like, we don't even know any, we don't even know what's going on. I swear, we don't know that Jizzy and Jeffrey have left for at least three months, okay? They, they've 
haven't been back to the island. We don't even know it. It's been three months. Uh, we yeah, you're, you're, all, you're involved in the office politics of the subterranean. Yeah. You know, so, so I'm like, you know, oh, what? you know what? I just got a feeling, guys. I'm going to go up there and check. And uh, I go up there and wouldn't you know it? Uh, completely abandoned. Just, it's just literally just Prince Andrew not sweating. Yeah, just in, in one of the in one well, of the sauna he's, rooms. You know, he's always there. Uh, I don't. Yeah. He like kind of blends in. Then of course we took over the Obtanian Subterranean. <laughs> <laughs> not, not subterranean. The opposite. The Ubertanium. The Ubertanium. <laughs> yeah, uh, superterranean. Yeah, the superterranium of the island. Ooh, and um, we took it over. Yeah, and uh, we just pretended like we just got there, so we didn't have to testify. <laughs> and now we're watching uh, the trial. And let me tell you, it is fascinating. I didn't know anything about that. You know what? Because I was like, look. Did you? Yeah, did yes, you s- but I will TV. just say. Let me, let me, let me ask you. I did- will just say completely unprompted. I do recall Jeffrey Epstein saying that he has a little device that makes all the cameras around him go disabled. And that if he was ever going to kill himself, he would activate that device directly before he killed himself. It's no, a weird thing no, he always no, talked about. No, 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 no. You mean his oopsie daisy yeah. device? His oopsie Oopsie Daisy. His famous Oopsie Daisy no, device. No. Where it, he just, he liked to laugh. It also but included say what you want about Joffrey, okay? Say what you want about old Joff. Now, I want to ask Jamie. His name is Joffrey. Now, I want to ask Jamie Lynn Bunny over here. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Siegler, is that what you were going for? No, Spears. Jamie Lynn Spears bunny over here. What the fuck? No, I also could be a Sephardic. No, I want to know, what did you witness? When did you witness it? And who did you witness it with? I want to know names. I was doing a lot of cocaine, and I did not believe in the... In what I call How the, much the Earth calendar at the time. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I call the Earth calendar. Now, I want to know did you see? I was using a very complex. Uh, what calendar uh, were you under? The calendar that I have since lost the key to. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you introduce this calendar to the subterranean uh, maids? Absolutely. Everything Super is run. Superterranean. Superterranean. Everything <laughs> is run according to this galactic calendar to which I have lost the master key. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to uh, ask you. Look, frankly, I am glad because uh, I think I would have really things up if, if we wouldn't have gotten out of there. Alright, uh, Jamie Lynn honestly. Spears, Bunny, I want to ask him one more question. Did you see any president that was the governor of Arkansas that came on this island while you were president at that time? Or did you oh, okay. see a socialite Bill that was from Clinton. New York? Bill Clinton, he came to the island, but I only ever saw him snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he, but, Billy but was he good at snorkeling? He just, he just Billy, loved that he, marine life, really. He was, loved snorkeling. Did he, he get go, down there, you go, oh my God, look at these fishes. <laughs> <laughs> did you at any point uh, 
at the airport past a hurriedly leaving Betty White who said, I didn't know what any of this was about. Come January 1st, 2022, I will give away this information and therefore lead to the arrest oh, of both Hillary man. Clinton. Oh, man. Yeah. Imagine the final, Hillary the final Clinton, golden gift. Hillary Clinton, the 2024 Democratic nomination right there. I'm really sad I didn't manage to watch her master class before I lost yeah. uh, my the gifted master class subscription yeah, I had. Your, your master I also uh, there class. was a Carl Rove. There was yeah. a Carl Rove master class. Oh fuck really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean it seems like, like some good look, quality. I don't need look, I know what Carl Rove's master class is. It's like literally lie, cheat and steal, do it with audacity and um well, you know, do it. Before there was this bullshit, there was uh, the fog of war with James McNamara, which I remember having to watch as a poli sci major in the mid 2000s, which was James McNamara just on camera saying, well, this is what I thought at the time. And that's why we killed a bunch of Vietnamese people. And then he like gave his like three lessons about war. One last commie in the world because of me. Yeah, and it, it just was like, well, here's lessons, but also like once again, if you're a millennial asking, watching this, like ask your parents about me because uh, they, I was a monster. Um, like I was the worst human being on earth at the time that like people like heard my name in the news. Did, uh, you guys don't know that, but like, no, I'm seriously did you, uh, just an awful Did you see person. the Hillary Clinton masterclass in her crying as she read her... I, she, I saw the clip of her crying. It her, was, her crying as she read yeah, her winning clip. speech. I just, look, I am completely That's fascinated. I am completely fascinated with the tragic figure of Hillary Clinton. Why uh, is this? Be, like, I just, no, it's fascinating. It's the, being the person who kept thinking she was doing everything she was supposed to do to get like what she deserved and to have a certain level of grandiosity, self, self aggrandizement that you would have written and kept this particular kind of speech. Like it's so like, I'm just so mortified. Bitch, you don't know to pretend different. Like, but, but uh, no, but she gets to enjoy. Know, the, even though she didn't become president, she gets to enjoy being no. this. Figure. Yeah, no, she is one hundred percent this like Lisa Simpson figure. This what if she's like the modern Trotsky in many ways? Yeah, she is the modern Trotsky who will get an ice who pick in her head. Way fucking worse at socialist theory because like Trotsky is actually fucking pretty pretty. She dope. deserves an ice pick in her head, but she'll never get it, unfortunately. Yeah, she deserves one by Bernie Sanders twenty twenty four. Probably not. But Hillary no, Clinton. Trotsky was fine. Yeah. That's what I mean. He didn't deserve it, but Clinton never will never get the ice pick she deserves. There was a, a Hill article like two weeks ago that came out uh, about 
proposing a Hillary Clinton 2024 rerun against Trump, and I think that would be the funniest of all possible outcomes. You're you're I, groaning. Like, I just don't. I don't have the energy. You're groaning, to watch but her flail somebody proposed that, not me. But I found it. Wait, wait, like a, someone who proposed it as like a, a viable political option for the Democrats? It is not going or, to happen. Yeah, as, yeah an and opinion also article. Joe Rogan said this week if Michelle Obama runs, yeah. she'll win. Michelle and Obama. it was reported on like it, that was something no, that I like. No, but I like the speculative nature at this point when we don't know anything. All the, the insecurities and the, possible the possibilities... Uh, coming out say more about us than about the reality of the situation. I mean, the Joe Rogan yeah, thing yeah, is at least exactly. charming it's, because it's like a thing only the stupidest person in the world could believe. Wait, I disagree that only the stupidest person in the world would believe that Michelle Obama could win an election. For president in 2024? Absolutely. Like, what do you think people vote about? Like, they don't vote about anything smart or whatever. It's yeah, literally and they're not like, going to vote for Michelle Obama. Mm, all right. I think... They absolutely I think would a vote lot of, for I Michelle Obama. I think a lot Obama. of you would vote for Michelle Fucking Obama. Fucking absolutely. You're, yeah. you're, like, you're delusional if you think, like, that's absolutely wrong. Absolutely not. Why would... Okay, for, just to say, why wouldn't they vote for Michelle Obama? Why would they? Well, why Are you they? joking? Yeah, no, I mean, like... Because a lot of people still think Obama did some good, you know, like, and you have to combat one, that entire One, day. you have that. Two, you have a lot of people who are like, okay, about Barack Obama, but unequivocally think Michelle is some yeah. uh, sort of special uh, savant. And um, there's a, as previously mentioned, there's a sort of shine about her that... You know, like people think it's really cute. Her and George W. Bush are friendly at like oh, yeah. funerals and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. these things That's are not like. A real are you are you fucking joking me? Do you what do you think people vote about? What do you I, what do you think people vote because they recognize the fucking name? It seems had... cool to them. They do not give a shit about anything. I guarantee anything you're about to say, people do not actually give a shit about. Like most people. No, she wouldn't fucking win. Like not enough people even he, like Obama why? that much. Okay, wait, let me, you let me are at not that point at this point in history. I think I think uh, it, okay, I first think it depends all, against who are, she runs against. Like first I think that's of all, a major. You are you are lying to yourself to act like part of Obama's initial win wasn't people just wanting to be in this wave and thinking it was cool. Like, mm. it was not like everybody was like, oh my God, we like reviewed all the things. And like, no, generally the person who people think is coolest wins the fucking presidential election. Whether that cool metric is something you personally agree with or not doesn't matter. But generally the person people who superficially think is cooler, cooler to have a beer with, cooler to blah, 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 whatever, is the person who wins the election. And I feel like Michelle Obama running, people would absolutely think that was cool and she was cool and it would absolutely go a long way. It would depend on who she was running against, but I don't... She, she'd, be a viable, she'd be a viable contender. Now, like obviously no. like politically... 
it's a fucking travesty. But like people fucking love the aesthetics. They love her aesthetics. And people, we don't really think fondly upon Obama, but there's a lot of people who do. Yeah, but I mean, I'm even saying like accepting that you can say the same thing about Hillary. And- <laughs> oh, no, no. A lot, a lot more people, a lot more people hate Hillary versus Hillary Michelle. has so, like, the way people feel about Michelle Obama is nowhere in the same universe, even with the most positive views of Hillary Clinton. Like, these are completely separate. Like the the wife of a former Democratic president? Yeah, that you can were, write that on paper that, and that, that were, is like... That were roundly criticized and demonized? Um, yeah, I nobody... Mean, by the right. Constantly yeah, for eight was, years. Yeah, she straight. definitely, she definitely right was. But like, shit. she like is. She, first off, she has like a personality in comparison to Hillary Clinton. Like, let's just put that out there. Like, Hillary like, Clinton has a personality. Uh, I just, I, th- I, I think there's sort of a weird, like, nuanced intersection of like misogyny and racism that, like, I don't believe I can fully articulate to you. Like, where despite. Hillary having the advantage of being a white person in this like sort of public opinion kind of nexus. Who's more likable? Michelle. Absolutely. Like there's no, there's like, there's never even a time that these would even be in the same sort of uh, list. I mean, I just feel like Michelle Obama, number one, has never held any elected office or real public leadership position for which yeah, she would... Yeah, unlike... Uh, unlike who, Senator who, Clinton. What, Senator Clinton, when did she become... When did she no, I know. When, but I'm saying that much of the hate that developed about Hillary Clinton developed in response to those leadership roles. No, the roles. real X factor is Michelle Obama is thoroughly uninterested in a life in the political sphere. and Which would, is why Democrats would it, hate her. It, no, like, this is something, that's that, this is de- something that's Demo- not in the, Democrats, not in the realm, Democrats realm of potentiality want the in the next two elections, but given some more time and some fucking nonsense and she's older, there is a thing or whatever, but I'm saying, like, absolutely if she not. could be compelled to run whatever, she's absolutely got... I, I don't see her running, but I think if she ran, she's got wings. Yeah. Her campaign's got wings. Absolutely. But like she it, de- it depends a lot on I who she runs think, against. I don't think she's interested at all. I think being in the White House did nothing but facilitate a sort of... <laughs> oh, no. People who this demonized her as soon as she, like, even remotely tried to express herself as a subject, like... Yeah. I, just I don't see how that I don't see how that changes the fact that there are people who would vote for her who who like would vote for her because in spite those of the people demonization. that vote for her vote on a rubric of a resume that she doesn't have. Who votes no. on a resume? This is so Democrats. fucking hilarious yeah, Democrats. to me. No, no, no. Democrats, Democrats no. do that. Everyone don't. that voted for Pete Buttigieg voted on his resume. Everybody no, that they voted didn't. They for voted because Joe they Biden. thought they were voting for a cool gay guy in whatever who was a war on. veteran. That was a mayor in a small town. Checked off a lot of boxes. They were voting. Had an experience. A series of college superlatives. The only thing that I agree with the And the only thing that Michelle Obama has gotten in the last four to six years has been a Netflix account that has gotten her a bunch of credentials.
individuals within. Oh, wow. Wow, dude. I just think you don't get, like, the the entertainment element mm. of all of this. And I, don't I don't think you, you understand. Get, I, don't like, get you, I don't think you, you get the reaction to, L- to the entertainment element of this, which is that. What do you, this- what reaction? That's a fucking fake, trumped up bullshit. Everyone participates in it. Nobody's outside of it. They're all fucking full of shit, and they all want to be doing the fancier yeah, things. Yeah, a bunch of people uh, are doing identity whatever. politics on Netflix that the Republicans are going to react to. Acting like the identity politics elements of... of Affects Republicans' voters, yes. Affects... First of all, none of these, none of this matters. Nobody has fucking credentials for being fucking president. That's a fucking bullshit. They do for Democrats. They no, historically they have. Don't man. What are you talking about? I mean, no, that is like we pretend. That's like, we pretend and we rationalize and we Democrats, go back in time. And Democrats go, have historically done that. Every yeah, single that is vote a fundamental cycle. Fundamental thing with Democrats or nerds vote. who like college. Every single cycle, it's what did Bernie do while he was a senator? What's his resume? What's this person's Look resume? Look at Hillary's experience. Look, Look at, at how she was so great as Secretary and of State. These Look at are how the same she was good as who, senators. Who uncritically like Michelle Obama, and I just don't get how you don't see that. Because they're not voting for her for president. Because they're not voting for her for president, and frankly, when they were voting for her husband for president, they were about ready to, like, pass a fucking picture of him in a goddamn koofy around, and they barely fucking voted for him for president. They literally did the experience thing back then about Obama then, and there's no reason... Experienced by the metrics and which is and why et cetera, she, and it didn't fucking matter. And it none did of the, fucking matter back he, then. He, Obama had that campaign run against win. him. He did not barely win 2008. That's he not, barely won the primary. I remember yeah, the primary. Really it was primary. a very yeah. close primary that lasted and, until like June or July the because the entire argument against much, him was that he had no experience. Was that he didn't have party? Was that he didn't have any experience? Why did he win the Democratic primary? Why did he, if all these things matter to Democrats the most? Because at the end of the day, at least he, he was a senator, and at least he did he was like, a, have some. I think the more the more interesting question here is because now we've moved from like the presidential actual uh, race, right, between Dems and Republicans to the primary. Who would stand in meaningful opposition against uh, Michelle Obama in the primary race? Because, like, I think if you have Michelle Obama, you have the majority of the Democratic apparatus behind her. So who? No, I don't. Uh, the Democratic apparatus is a series of, I mean, not to be all, like, smoke-filled rooms and, like, backroom deals, but it's a series of things you literally do need to be engaged in the bureaucracy and, like, office life of being a democratic politician to have that apparatus behind you. You need to say, I have infrastructure that can get money for the party. You don't, you don't think like uh, the Obama clout gives enough of that? No, I, I don't. I think the Clinton clout was built up partially through one, a much larger Clinton foundation getting established within the party machinery and also the fact that Hillary in her own right was an extremely powerful senator. And then 
held the most powerful position in the executive branch that was not president. And with that comes the ability to, like, again, not to, like, make it all about, like, follow the money, but literally when you are in these positions, you have the ability to make money that will go somewhere. It's not a bribe, but, you know, money, you can go to one place instead of a different place. And that will get people to then support you down the line. And it's not any one deal. It's 20, 30 years of establishing networks and doing all this. And that's what gets you the machinery and the apparatus behind you. How much the Obamas have, I which can't is the, imagine it's more than the Clintons. Which is the Netflix connection, because they did have a Netflix deal that produced like four or five films in the last four or five years that had a bunch of press about them that had a, a an ideology behind them that was disseminated through Netflix. And they made a lot of money about that because Netflix does hold a lot of sway in our entertainment industry and is one of the biggest players on Wall Street. And there's no denying that there is a certain amount of political power of having a producer position on Netflix in a post-presidential year. But I don't know if that necessarily translates into a democratic apparatus. I do think that it could set her up for a primary, but I think that primary would necessarily be challenged by people who are like, I was a senator for 20, 30, 40 years I more just, than you. I just can't see something mattering less to your average voter. I, I think like that, I get the people that that matters to, but I'm like, but those are pe- not the people who are. Vo- those are the-, the Democratic voters in the primary, <laughs> and those are also the people. Those are the people who who that frame voted the messaging as well. I mean, in those the media, are also the people who say, "Okay, fine, you might like this person, but we're all big boys now, and we got to play a big boy game." I think it's a fucking many sided die, and. The way politics works is whomever your opponent is, you can find many angles at which to come at them. Will it matter in the general thing? I'm not sure because... I think if you want to run an outsider thing... The issue is that she's not actually an outsider. That's the whole point. Well, no, I think you need to run an outsider against her. And I think that would be the the issue. Is you, as somebody who's running against her in the Democratic primary, you would have to run against the Obama years. And I always thought that about Bernie in 2016 and 2020. I think that he necessarily had to run against the Obama coalition in order to win the Obama the the primary. And I think because he didn't run the against the Obama years, I think he didn't run against selling out the banks. I don't think he meaningfully could run against Obama years and still gain support. I think like too many people who would have voted for Bernie are still like okay, cool. Right, with Obama. But look at where it got him is that the Obama coalition you know, yeah, pulled ended the rug up, from out under, from out under all the other opponents. Pulled the rug out yeah. from under him and supported the Obama VP. Yeah. And if Michelle Obama, to placate this rhetoric, you would have to have somebody who's like, okay, Michelle Obama, Barack did some good things in the eight years that he was there, but she doesn't have any experience, and I have experience, and you and should look at like that. Um, wait, you've forgotten about our intangible belief that a black woman will save us. But what and, if it's Kamala? Uh, 
I'm sorry. It's she's just not very personable in comparison. She's to not giving you the same thing. But that, and, and I, I am not legitimizing this thing that people project on yeah, Michelle we're talk, Obama. We're, we're I am about simply like saying they, like the vibes that exist that will be whether they are intentionally played upon or not. People like a satisfying narrative. And people want to vote for the winner. Like you make someone seem like the person who should win in the movie version. That's generally who people vote for. And I think it's been consistent for every election I've been cognizant for, you know, like certainly Al Gore at blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But like, let's face it, W is cooler and I think in whatever, even if I personally don't whatever, because I'm tuned in a certain way, this sort of more vague thing comes into play. I don't you know? I, I disagree. I think Trump ran against the Obama years. And I think if I think Trump is cooler than Hillary. I think Obama was cooler than Mitt Romney and John McCain. I think W was cooler than John Kerry. And Al Gore, I think Bill Clinton was obviously cooler. And I think if Trump (laughs) ran against Michelle Obama, uh, Trump would be cooler. Yeah. Well, I think this is what we were saying earlier, is that it kind of, it matters who Michelle Obama is running against in the general election, right? If it's Trump, well, yeah, you're right. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't think she's very cool. And I think that any resistance to her would show how not cool she is. I think she's a paper tiger. I think she would come in with 80% Absolute. favorability, popularity. She would come in with flying colors. She would be the Jeb Bush of the 2016 election with all of the establishment behind her. And the second that she gets questioned by anything or anyone, that that veil of mystification and disillusionment See, but would- she's not... Not Jeb Bush. She's not these other but people. She's, she doesn't actually she's got have the that same name. background. She's got the same name. But she actually she's, isn't the same, right? Because Bush comes from the Gentry Bush family. And like this is not the same sort of trajectory that she's actually living in her physical life. No, right? she comes from the Hollywood elites that are pushing down the people. But that's not where she comes from. That's but where she where is. Like, I'm just, no, that's, that's where, where she occupies right now. Sure, but I think it does matter in what we're talking about. And how she's able to come back. doesn't matter. I don't think. And how she's able to come back I and think, respond I think to the acting like experience dilemma. is simply holding political office in, in a certain form and that form can change depending on who we're rationalizing is qualified to run for a certain office. The only thing you need to be qualified to run for president is 36 years old and an American citizen. There's not anything else you gotta have. Everything else is something right. current I'm just society is deciding. I, is- I'm just saying that you trying to bifurcate the fact that technically she isn't a part of the Libby Hollywood elite from the I fact that she is currently socialized that way. Yeah, but I, I do think it matters. I do not. I think that... How could you possibly know that it doesn't matter? How could I you mean, possibly... What, what is the precedent the that you could say... the level of educated guess about the American populace that you are and coming to different conclusions, I'm... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't because have, of the like, last four years of her whatever, experience. But the way she's presented and socialized is yeah, but very like, much. We, are we not 
going to admit that fundamentally, from what we know, like... Michelle Obama is a more intelligent and accomplished person as an individual professionally than these other people we're comparing her to before we're talking about the political connections, right? And that works against her. Clinton, I I don't know. I mean, like... Yeah, sure, but Hillary uh, Clinton is of a different era. She was a Goldwater girl. There's a different, like, whatever. This is where, you know, all of these other things... That, like, she's a person who achieved a lot of shit educationally and professionally and is but like so does all of these and those achievements in in fact supersede the achievements you know arguably of of a Jeb Bush at a certain point and etc. No, like these I mean, things Jeb Bush not... went to Ivy League schools. Jeb Bush was like all but of these people are, did. Jeb did Bush was things. governor of the uh, of a state. Jeb Bush on, like, also also like brought a woman from Mexico as a teenager that he met and married her. Okay, fine. Like, but, like and all of these and people he spoke were, Spanish. Accomplished in the like general like space of you have to go to good schools. I don't think it counts as much if you come from a family like the Bushes that you went to an Ivy League school. No, I don't think I do not think it is uh, emblematic. Absolutely, Michelle Obama going to the school she went to is absolutely more indicative of her abilities and achievements than any of the Bushes going to... That might be literally true, but at the same time... That is literally true, and that matters. literally true, but also George W. Bush was framed as this Texas cowboy outsider, despite being a Connecticut yuppie who went to Yale. I I don't think that ultimately matters. I don't think that the fact that the fact that uh, Michelle Obama came from a not royal family and achieved an amazing amount matters more in the general populace's mind than the fact that George W. Bush went to Yale and frankly hid that fact to seem more personal. I am also perceiving younger people's set points on these things have shifted and this will increasingly much more fluid narrative that doesn't work on these hard class logical points I, i mean i think that you're building an argument that obviously makes sense but i think it also makes sense for hillary clinton anyone who made their name in washington dc probably went to a fucking good school and got some good grades at it I mean, that's just true. All of these people are fucking nerds. They all did this shit. It's a matter of how it gets framed and how much you want to lean on that versus how much you want to lean on this I'm a populist simpleton thing. But, like, I think, yeah, sure, Michelle Obama had a harder life and worked harder to get where she is than a lot of other people. I do not think that ultimately matters in the eyes of uh, an American election. I guess what I'm saying is it would actually matter if she actually wanted to pursue something like this and if she this was actually something she wanted to pursue. I think that's one more way it could have been framed publicly, but I think there's an equal number of ways it could be. I feel as though if Michelle Obama had political aspirations, it wouldn't be to jump directly into a presidential uh, situation. She would absolutely be seeking some sort of 
smaller office, but one, I do not think they're interested. Also, I think not only are they not interested, I think they fundamentally have no faith in the political establishment to do anything. Because they were obstructed for the entirety of the Obama administration. Well, and I mean, like, The Obama administration got nothing done, and the only thing that they learned was that the capitalist organization of the economy was the only way to go, which is why the Obama... Which is why Joe Biden says, you better, your boss can't give you COVID. Right. Don't worry. No, the private institutions... The private institutions have more power over you than the than the federal government. And I think that is something that the Obamas learned throughout their eight years. And I think it was a hard lesson for them to learn. And I think it was a humbling lesson for them to learn for them and the Clintons who both believed in the public service of government institutions to do something. And I think both the Clintons and the Obamas learned it the hard way that the government institutions are subservient to the capitalist institution and that the capitalist institutions basically run the government. And for that reason, I think that is the generating force behind the Obamas move into the private sector post-presidency. And for that reason, I think they see that, you know, the federal institution is more or less impotent to creating the change that they want to have happen. And I think the Clintons also felt that with Clinton Institution and, you know, philanthropy and the idea that this capitalist class can create this shadow government to impact the private sphere. Yeah, it's like they evolved into this sphere where they think, oh my God, we'll just get a bunch of really smart people. Like Jeffrey Epstein. Who believe in science. Like Jeffrey Epstein. And like la la la. And they get this horniness for this weird... Younger children. Okay, now I want to bring attention to the sort of fixation on the idea that like through a few clever tricks, we can solve everything. Over the eight years, I think the Obamas learned that there were two governments of the United States. There was the public institutions that were hollowed out for the last 40 years, and then there were the private institutions that paid the public institutions to do their bidding. And I think after the presidency, after six years of being obstructed, the Obamas were like, fuck the government, fuck the public institutions. We're going to go into the private institutions. And that's why we're going to get into media and Netflix and why we're going to get into Hollywood elites and why we're not going to view the federal institution as an instrument for change, because ultimately it's not going to. Well, yeah, I feel like Obama, I I feel like Obama learned that. I think that I feel like Obama was like, I'm going to be really smart. And I'm saying uh, learned as in like, we're going to, you know, what, I'm gonna they experienced team that. Of rivals. I, I mean, I think both on, Obama man. and Clinton came in under a. They were both sens- activists. They were no, both I, of I the activist they, class. Uh, yeah, I think they both had a somewhat professionalist view. 
even of the activism. Right. Like Teamsters or like... I think they 100% saw the mode of change to be within the realm of neoliberal public-private cooperation. Right. And then they found out that the public was far less powerful than the private and that's just true that was i just think they came into that knowing that and they had that idea i think that obama's gray hairs came in and was like i'm super smart i'm gonna do things different right i'm gonna get the team arrivals oh look which is why me and hillary we had issues i'm gonna make her secretary seat which is why and then the only thing he fucking really accomplished was something he thought was so smart it was just blowing up weddings it was fucking drones and shit which he thought he was doing like oh okay yeah this makes sense like we're gonna do like these surgical strikes and like la 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 believing that materially he was contributing to something that was going to lessen unnecessary suffering and etc in in these operations right and it only ended up fucking just being willy-nilly and essentially you know but he's associated with all these fucking extrajudicial but that's why i don't think that michelle obama would run because she uh learned the lesson i'm putting that in quotes but i also think it's why she would ultimately fail as a candidate if she ran because there is this belief in private lobbying you know, factions that would generate her point of view over the public, authentic view of the world that she believes she has. You know, that's true of Kamala. That's true of Joe Biden. That's true of every single liberal fucking shill out there that believes that they have an activist point of view that can change the world. And ultimately, it comes down to who has the money to fund your campaigns and how much are you willing to give up your principles to basically negotiate with that. I think Michelle Obama recognizes that at the end of the day and why she's not going to run. And even if she did run, she would have to negotiate with those private interests, which is why she would end up losing the primary and or general election. I don't think they uh, compromised their positions at all. I I think this was their positions. I mean, the Obama health care plan from the very start... Was, was a compromise. Was not even a compromise. It was a handout to private insurance companies to say that we're going to have a program to facilitate people buying private insurance was the healthcare plan. Like, I, I, and I mean, from a healthcare industry perspective, if Obama went crazy or if Obama said, Everyone has to buy insurance from private institutions and the government will subsidize you up to a thousand dollars a month. That's just a handout to the insurance companies. They don't hate that. Like, you know, I, I, I don't think there's any compromise to be had. I think the pushback is a result that when capital sees a compromise, they'll try and take more. But ultimately, I just don't see that there was this idealism that was shaded by the experience. I suppose it's just the way I remember it. The Obama? Yeah, like the trajectory. 
Like, absolutely, Obama was somebody who made a really good speech at the previous Democratic convention. And then, because of this good speech... He did make a good there speech. There was a lot of interest in perhaps him running, but it was still at this time seen as a first term senator, you know, well, like it would be silly for him to run because of Hillary and like, et cetera, you know? And when uh, we did the uh, viral video, he still hadn't declared yet. It was just, we made the crush on Obama video and we used audio from that speech from the 2004 uh, Democratic, Democratic National, National Convention, Convention where he made that speech where he says, oh uh, we are God. the ones we've been waiting for, I believe is from that one and some other Just very Christian. Basically, Obama gave good speech. I and think, and I think you're right. The, Michelle uh, makes good speeches as well. Yes, and I think that stuff matters, but I don't know. It, it. I remember it being like having this feeling of, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe this guy. Yeah, yeah. And then like, it's this weird thing where if enough people are like, yeah, this guy's cool, <laughs> it does itself. Well, and uh, I remember being in the depths of the 2008 primary election and arguing with my boss because I was a young person and he was like, you're a young person. You're an Obama primary voter. And I'm like, I don't vote in elections. I'm an anarchist. And he was like, well, yeah, well, but he's cool. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I support him because he's further to the left of Hillary because he's running against the Iraq war and that's things that I want to hear. But then like two months later, he was running for the Iraq war and I was like, oh man, I don't want to vote for Obama anymore. And I realized that this is a very subjective, like quote unquote, progressive anti-war activist point of view on how to view voting, but also... That's more people now than it was then. And I was happy when he beat Hillary, but I didn't vote for him because he ended up supporting the Iraq war and ended up supporting, you know, moderate positions that sided more with the previous administration, which is what I think basically what Michelle would have to do and what would end up alienating a lot of the progressive activist class that I think she would be counting on after the primary. But especially for a presidential election. It's very much about the vibes and uh, the sort of feeling people get about supporting somebody. And if it makes them feel very cool, very brave, you know, <laughs> very righteous, whether those things are grounded in actual reality or not is sort of doesn't matter is that narrative hooking people um and i feel like there's a narrative around michelle obama that has nothing to do with the person michelle obama that has everything to do with weird projections that could weirdly work in her favor politically because of sort of what i see i feel like a lot of people it would be a very satisfying story for somebody like Michelle Obama to triumph and et cetera. It would it, right wrongs in people's minds, like all kinds of grandiose sort of notions that well, I that, think. That was true of 2016 Hillary, certainly. I mean, that was. 
I, I definitely think it sends off pleasure central nervous systems to the American liberal bourgeois. For a second there, I forgot Hillary ran against Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, As that's a good, that's a oh, good, yeah. that's a good moment of yeah. forgetfulness. Yeah. 2016, that was a Trump lot. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, mean, I people just, certainly, I just, certainly did put upon Hillary various hopes and dreams and ideas that it would right certain wrongs. Yeah, and I guess with and that... that imper- narrative, especially so against Trump, was I, very I would, stark. I would describe, like, my personal feeling as someone who has photographic evidence of being yeah. deep, a, a supporter of Hillary, Hillary Clinton during that time. I would say what I felt was, one, didn't think Trump was going to happen like it did but also I you know I was like yeah well Hillary she's done her stuff and she's a woman and it does matter you know and I mean there's an argument to be had that maybe those broader social things like a woman being president is a more impactful thing than what the expanse of a single presidential tenure is or whatever right i was still thinking things like this um etc a lot of people were and uh, i'm saying but i i acquiesced the feelings i had about like maybe supporting bernie early on because i figured oh the things i feel about bernie are like more out there like the more mainstream thing is coalescing around Hillary, right? And I just figured, like, I was still, oh, yeah, like, incrementalism and, like, la, 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 like, these are things that are get things done and happen. And, I mean, like, frankly, that election um, (laughs) that I completely forgot about, I guess, (laughs) a second ago, uh, disabused me of many of these notions. um, But but fine, I'm just saying, though, like, factually, the ideas of a woman president perhaps being even more important than a specific tenure or the narrative idea that, oh, Michelle Obama kind of deserves it, certainly fed into the Hillary support. And like more so that she was in fact running against someone who could objectively be called a terrible sexist and a horrible terrible fucking But when it came down to that, it, it was fucking funnier, man. But that morally, <laughs> like, yeah. represented I, all the things that, I think from if, a political and narrative structure, Hillary stood in opposition to, and she lost. And the whole idea that, like, Michelle Obama, yeah, like, it'd be a great triumphal story. A lot of political rises could be framed as a great triumphal story and have uh, reverberations outside the individual policies in that person who won. I think that if we were going to reduce it to race, I think Michelle Obama can be easily defined as the voice of the bourgeois in the 2024, and I think that would be a problem for her. I think... Mm. I just don't. I, 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 just, I and I think that we are living in a dictatorship of the bourgeois, which would be all dick deep in the idea of Michelle Obama being president 
because they dictate our opinions through media, through all our bourgeois institutions, and that I they don't. would be all in for it until she started running, and then she would stop being the favorite anymore because there would be a, a slight criticism, and that paper tiger would fall apart. That's- and also, she ultimately doesn't have the sick fire like Hillary did. Like, Hillary had those institutional things that would, if, you know, she ran and got the criticism we all know Hillary would get, there is a huge fucking machine behind her that will try and take her to the finish line come hell or high water. And, no, I don't think the Obama necessarily have ingrained themselves that much to have that. Happy New Year. Fucking Happy New Year. Betty White, R.I.P. to a real one. Betty Black. We didn't go over that sub subtext that Harry I Harry Reid, I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> uh who's the other one? John Madden. John yeah, Madden. Fuck you, I'm glad you're dead. Yeah. The worst fans in the world, both okay, gamers seriously? and football players. Betty White's punching you both in the dick in the throat. Right. <laughs> I love you, Betty White, but John Madden. Seriously, if you wanted an end to Inglorious Bastards where just the worst people in the world were gathered into one place and you could, like, burn it down and shoot them all, John Madden's funeral. Absolutely. Just the most terrible people. See, I think it would also have... And the second most will be at Harry Reid. Enthusiastic people that like drawing things on screens with invisible ink. It'll have NFL people and EA sports people, the worst people in the world. All right. I guess I'm not getting 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) Bye. 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 All lawn signs. a blessed business to be in and how lucky can I be and how much I say thank you to each and every one of them. Thank you so much. What can you say about seven years of fights and laughter, secrets, cheesecake? <laughs>